where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Hey, UK Bills Mafia. This is Christian Wade of your Buffalo Bills. This is the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast with your hosts, Matt and Alex. Let's go, Buffalo! Woo! Hello and welcome to another episode of the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, UK Bills podcast, Bills news with a UK twist. Now it's week two, Matt here, Alex here, and we are now... Two and O. Two and O. Oh, it's fantastic. Nice win against the Dolphins. Alex, how are you doing? How's your flight? Fantastic to hear. Yeah, so uh, seven-hour flight, seven-hour drive. Um, Luckily, I was able to hotspot my laptop and and watch the game while my wife drove again. God bless her. Um, (laughs) But, uh, Matt, I'm dying to talk about Josh Allen. Can we talk about Josh Allen for a minute? Let's talk about Josh Allen. Go for it. What do you want he, to get off your chest? He, I don't, it's nothing that I want to get off my chest. I just want to praise that man. Uh, yeah. I, I, I will say my nightly prayers to that man. <laughs> <laughs> um, he leads the NFL in passing yards. We have a quarterback who leads the NFL in passing yards. We couldn't have yeah. a quarterback who could hit 300 yards, but now we have a quarterback who leads the NFL in passing yards. Third in passer rating, fifth in yards per pass attempt, and eighth in completion percentage. Yeah. In this game, in this game, I know we we all know his stat line, but let's just say it because it's so good. 24 of 35, 417 yards, four touchdowns, 147 passer rating. Yes. The perfect passer rating is 158.3. And he's, and I'll give you three names. I want you, I'll give you four names. I want you to connect them. Brady, Mahomes, Manning, Allen. Yeah, I saw that stat. It's like the only quarterback in NFL history to have like this stat line through two games without any interceptions or something like that, right? 700 plus um, yards, six plus touchdowns and no interceptions in the first two weeks of the season. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's fantastic. Uh, He's also, Alan's also the first, first guy since Bledsoe in October 2002 to pass for over 400 yards. He, Bledsoe did it before in September 2002. September 92 is for he's the first Bill quarterback to do it uh, throw for 400 yards on 40 or fewer attempts done by Jim Kelly and October 1983 going back he's the first quarterback since then to throw for 400 plus yards have four or more touchdowns since um, Joe Ferguson yeah this is better than I think any of us would have hoped for at this point I think this year obviously was the year where we all said Josh Allen needs to prove it. And through two games, he's proven it. Uh, my favorite pass was his throw to Beasley in the fourth quarter. It's, he just took a sack. It's second and 24. And just a beautiful touch pass. He waited for Beasley to get open, threw it over the linebacker, gave Beasley room to run. Uh, mm. And he picked up 23 yards on it. Yeah, uh, seeing the, the the touch that he's had um, earlier in that drive to get them into Miami territory, he threw the ball a fifty fifty ball to Diggs, and Diggs is just he's really good at footballing. 
Yeah, it's been such a delight he's, to see him play. He's what we've he's what we've missed. We've missed that as a yeah. number one. No disrespect to John Brown last year, mm-hmm. he was actually excellent number one. Yeah, but this is what we've missed this year from as a number one wide receiver since for sure. God knows when. I mean, since. Brown Brown isn't a guy who can get a fifty fifty ball, and mm. and Diggs has routinely done that, and we've seen it. Um, and uh, same thing, uh, continuing that last touchdown to Brown, which iced the game. Uh, you know, he just missed on that same route the play before, and Dable was like, hey, it worked. Let's just do it again. And they connected on it, and it was a dagger. It was just I – think, I, think um, I, th- I think it's just a case you, you can actually see now on those – he had, what, how many – I don't know how many passes over 20 yards in that game, but – his whole motions just has just got ease. He just mm-hmm. did a flick of the wrist and it's gone 40 odd yards. Absolutely. Yeah. Wh- wh- where he's at in terms of like um, average yards per pass, net yards per pass attempt and adjusted net yards per pass attempt, he's top five in all those categories. So we're talking mm-hmm. about per throw minus like sack yardage and incompletions. Um, you know, uh, his eyes are down the field. We're not checking down. I mean, even Mr. Checkdown Beasley is getting, uh, you know, 20-yard catches. Yep. This passing offense is legit. Now, I don't think many of you watch the Sabres, but what I've learned from Buffalo sports is uh, don't crown anybody too early. And, and I hate to bring this kind of negative attitude to this show because this is a Josh Allen praise podcast. Yeah. But uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Um, yeah. It's 2-0. and how many times has any Bills team looked good and then kind of faltered? This seems different. This feels different. Everything about this is different because these are are, are big name guys who you can trust. Who who don't? It doesn't feel like a fluke. That's the most important part. Yeah. This feels like it's yeah. legit. So I think when we play the tougher teams like the Rams this coming week, if we can do it again, then I think the hype train is going to be literally unstoppable. Yeah, I mean. I've just found the stat. He had um, of throws of twenty plus yards um, yesterday. He had uh, eight attempts, seven completions, two hundred forty-six yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean that's that's and, that's that's what we've been wanting. I mean we we've been living with Trent Edwards type quarterbacks for how long, and now yeah. we got a guy who's just you know what? Let's just chuck it. I got the arm. We got the receivers. We got the offensive coordinator who can give our guys space, and it's just working. Uh, yeah. There's really no other way to say it. It's fantastic. No, exactly. I think it's it's. I think, but then you know what? You're still going to get PFF come up and say, oh, "Have they yet?" Though? The Dolphins. I mean, have they? I not yet. They haven't. Yeah. Not not yet they haven't, mm-hmm. but well, I mean, what, you can see it coming. What you have to see from these people is that they praised Cam Newton's first game against Miami, you know? Yeah. And that for, for, no, for no reason, uh, I mean, the, if people think that they're going to, you know, dump on Allen, but he just blew Newton's stat line against Miami out of the water. Mm. It's just, you know, um, there's – there's really nothing to nitpick on Josh Allen this game. He didn't have yeah. a miss to Brown like, you know, he did last week. You know, there yeah. was nothing like that. Um, yeah. So so let's go on to then. So, well, just the, the offense is the whole. I mean, um, 
talking about that past to Beasley, you know, before that was the amazing pass to Brown was to Diggs. Um, so we're up. We, we got the touchdown to get the lead. Now we have our ice the game drive, right? And that's usually yeah. where on third and nine, the pass to Brown, run the ball, punt, play defense. That's what we're used to, right? But I yeah. don't know if it was Allen's decision or if it was the play call to go for it and just take that dagger throw. But it was just to have an offensive coordinator who says, all right, let's just go for it. If to have a quarterback who's like, you know what, let's not be conservative. Let's just, you know, put the nail on the coffin. Um, we haven't had an offense like this since Kelly. I mean, even Bledsoe yeah. had days where he would throw. I mean, so 2003, we blow out New England. We own Jacksonville. Third game, we play against the Jay Fiedler Dolphins, and Bledsoe throws for 95 yards. Um, mm. You know, I don't think Allen's going to have a dud like that this year. No. I don't know. It's just so hard to be this confident and, and, and talk about how great the rest of the year is going to be when we know that Buffalo's probably going to Buffalo and there's going to be some games where it's just like, eh, what happened? But I just don't yeah. think that's going to happen this year. No, I mean, Bill, this, this offense in the first, um, the first two games of the season, it's the third time this has ever happened, put up over five, Bill's about 524 yards, marking the third time in history that they opened the first two weeks with 400 plus yards in consecutive games. In ni- 1981 was the first one and 1991 was mm-hmm. the second one. Yeah. And so, like I said, like we haven't had an offense like that uh, since 91 and here, and here it is. Um, I mean, give credit to the, you got to give credit to the wide receivers. I mean, that, oh, yeah. that touchdown, that touchdown catch by Gabe Davis. Oh my, my God. God. Oh my God. I mean, that was amazing. Even I thought when I saw it again, I thought, "Shit, that's going to be overturned." But there but, was—I mean, there was there was no definitive evidence, which is just yeah. fantastic. You look at the depth that we have at wide receiver, hmm. and you think if two of them go down, we should still be all right because we have your favorite Bill Reggie Gillum catching touchdowns as well. Yes. Yeah. And I'm I'm right also with my uh, with my hot take. I did. I said at least Without. one Bill. Is going to get over um, over 100 yards receiving. We'll see Stefan Diggs with his 100, uh, 153. Yep. An interesting stat I found, and it was, um, I think it was Greg Comset that actually um, posted it, that production-wise for the season, Diggs would have 128 catches for 1,912 yards. Brown would have 80 catches for 1,216 yards. And Cole Beasley would have 72 catches for 1,027 yards. That's if they're going on the basis of these first two weeks. Yeah, and I, I imagine if there is any, it's a very short list of teams that had three 1,000-yard receivers on mm. the team in one season. Um, yeah. But, uh, I mean, so last week I said that that was the game, that this is the Josh Allen who to expect um, mm. from last week. And I think this week is the Josh Allen ceiling game. When everything's clicking, we know that he's able to do this. And I think that we'll see this again at some point down the line. Um, yeah. This is definitely, uh, I mean, like last year we talked about how the 300-yard game was like the, 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 the unobtainable thing, the thing that we needed to see Josh Allen has arrived. Um, and he's exceeded all expectations. 
and delivered oh, yeah, on exactly sure. what we're asking for. And I think I think you put I think you can put to bed that no matter how many um, three hundred games he actually gets this season or doesn't get, I think I think these two weeks and have really put to bed really anything that says. Josh Allen every week has to get a 300-plus passing game. No, I mean, that, that's, that's impossible to ask for. No quarterback does that. Yeah. So I'm hoping that that, now, that stigma has actually now come away from Josh Allen. Oh, yeah. Now we know that he can throw for 300, 400 um, yards, so they can take that stigma out and just say, look, if we can get a, a really good game passing and running – we don't need the 300 game every week to, exactly. to win. I think if he doesn't throw for 300 yards for the rest of the season, it won't be brought up. I don't think anyone's going to be mm. like, oh, in the first two weeks he was amazing, and then you know he kept throwing for only 250 yards. Yeah. Look at the stat sheets for teams that won football games this week. A lot of no, them exactly. were between 250 and 280. That's what you need to win a football game. 250, 280, two touchdowns. That's what you want. And, have a bigger, and then have a bigger lead than the Falcons did against the Cowboys. Yeah, oh my God, that, <laughs> that onside kick where they're just staring at the ball. I mean, you're allowed to touch the ball. As the receiving team, you're allowed to touch the ball at any point. It's only yeah. the kicking team who can't touch it before the 40. And they just yeah. look confused. I mean, that, that comes down to coaching. Someone should get fired. Yeah. But let's keep talking about the Bills. Yes. The, the last positive I want to talk to about the game is the run defense. More not just because I'm happy with what the Bills did. It's because I wanted to show you that, hey, yeah, these guys weren't anything to worry about. We talked in our preview show that you were like, oh, Howard and Breda, they're going to be something. And I don't think that's what Miami has this year. They're off what was, what was, their offensive okay, bring, line. Sorry, go ahead. Bring up the stat line. What was the stat line for their um, – They had their... – as a team, they had 22 carries for 99 yards. And the one-yard touchdown, which wasn't anything to, you know, like – stand out so the stat line doesn't look bad but as a team we kept them under 100 yards and this was a game that was close where there was you know 22 carries for a team you know you want that to be in the mm. 30 range uh, we only had 23 carries for i think 115 yeah. yards as a team um but this was these were two teams that were attacking uh secondaries that were vulnerable and i think mm. that leads us to our our next segment which is the bad um, our pass defense. Yeah. I think, I think, well, one positive to go with that, if that makes any sense. Not obviously, to me, but not to, but you, uh, let me see where you're going with this. With, I'm, I'm talking about, obviously, initially the linebackers. Obviously, no Edmonds, no Milano. We saw how Gizeki actually um, really dominated up, yeah. the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. But, I'm going to turn around and put a positive in there of um, Ty Dodson. He's come in first start. He was all over that field. He's actually he's actually ripped, played lights out in the games he's actually um, played for us this season. So I think that's a good. He's been coached well. He's actually um, listened obviously to Lorenzo Tremaine. He's had Sean McDermott in his ear all the time. Leslie mm-hmm. Frazier. He's been coached right, and that's probably the positive you're going to get out of it. So yes, he's a, he's a rookie. He was part of the, the linebacker core yesterday was a bit, uh, a bit iffy, but that was the one positive that I really saw from that and have him, Milano and Edmonds as your three linebackers. 
when Edmonds and Milano are fit, you've got a really solid young linebacker core that could go for um, go for a good couple of years or so. I mean, one thing that the 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 thing that needs to get worked on though is play action defense. Um, it's yeah. so hard because your instinct is you see the handoff and you you attack. Um, so that's how they beat. Uh, that's how they attacked us this week, and it worked. And e- I think even if Edmonds and Milano are in, maybe Gasecki doesn't go for one thirty. Maybe he goes for like you know seventy or eighty. And we lost Matt. <laughs> Andy's back. Sorry, phone went off. Okay. Tough. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was just talking about how, like, I don't think even if Edmonds and Milano were in, Gasecki might have still gashed us, because that mm. would be Milano's assignment, and he's good yeah. against the tight ends. It's just that, uh, you know, they, if we have one weakness, it's the play action defense, and mm. um, so that I mean, it, it goes to show that you know the one thing that Miami has going for them is the is the Gailey Ryan Fitzpatrick connection. Um, you know, in yeah. Buffalo, in New York, and now in Miami. Um, yeah. You know, in criticism of, of, of Josh Allen real quick, I, I skipped over this. Um, you know, I don't want to nitpick, but it's a continuation of his, his running is that um, end of the second quarter, we're up 17-7. It's 50 seconds to go. It's third down and nine. And, you know, he, he, he tucks it and runs. Trucks a linebacker. And doesn't pick up the first down. What do you, what do you want to see there? Because it, it, we could be going for a put, it could be a put away drive, you know, there's time left, but this it's week two. You're up. Uh, this is, I think this is situational football. Matt's gone again. Um, where I, I don't want to see Josh Allen taking that hit. Do you want to see Josh Allen taking that hit? With the lead in week two? To be honest, I don't know. I mean, yes. Okay, obviously, no, I don't want him to take that hit. But, I mean, even obviously, no, even I can't defend that. That, At least that that play itself, Mm -hmm. that's one thing I can't, I can't really defend as much. Obviously, he wants to, he wants to try and get as close to the field goal. I think they're pushing for a field goal attempt yeah, at I that mean, point. I love that but, he's a gamer and tries to go for it. I, it's tough because you want to coach a guy to to understand the situation. You don't want to take away his 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 you know his drive, his gameness, you know his passion, hmm. his his you know killer instinct. Um, you don't yeah. want to coach that out of him. But at the same time, you know, you, you really need restraint when you're up by 10 in it's the end of the second quarter. Miami did get the ball to start the second half, so maybe that's why we wanted to get points there. Um, but other than that, you know, that's, that's my only criticism of Josh Allen. Yeah. The rest of the criticisms uh, continue to stay on the defense. Um, yeah. Let's talk about Levi Wallace real quick, who um, was attacked often this week. Yeah. No, it's um, it is a case that he is actually um, he is a bit, he's becoming more skeptical. They're skept, skeptical. I don't know what susceptible. This that's the one to um, to his plays now. Um, and it's 
it's really getting to a point now where you've got to hope that Josh Norman gets back quickly. So, I mean, we're going up against That's the so Rams weird next to hear. week. Yeah. We've got the Rams next week. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard. Woods They've got Cup, Cooks. Have they nope. still got Brandon Cooks? Brandon no. Cooks is in Houston or something. I don't know. He keeps the Okay, so they've got Woods, Cup, Woods. And their tight end, Higby. Yeah, so they've got those there, and it's really going to be causing um, causing an issue. Yeah. Obviously, maybe this is see another wide receiver, another cornerback come in as free agent, or they give Cam Lewis that shot. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But it is really a concern, and I've even started um, scouting cornerbacks um, for next year because I, I won the first two rounds. I think that Bills have to go a cornerback in yeah. the um, in the draft on there because. Mm-hmm. You can't have just Trey on an island, them right. not throwing, and then all the all the passes going through Levi Wallace. Uh, credit to him, his first couple of years, he was good. He actually yeah. um, he he played well for an undrafted um, guy. But either they started targeting more, he's re- rescinded a little bit. I don't know, but it is that other side that's now worrying um, for it. So. It's- it's that definitely is. showing that he's not a number two corner in the league mm. where, um, you know, once we play against like Kansas City and stuff like that, it could be another situ- situ- ugh, shootout situation. Yeah. I want to see what – I want to see us go out and get a guy now. Um, you know, the way this yeah. team is, the way this roster is built and the hype that we have for this season, do what yeah. Pittsburgh did last year and go get Minka Fitzpatrick. If you can use a first-round pick for a guy who's young, you're going to get four years out of, who's going to be legit, I don't care if we lose a first-round pick. You know, you look at teams like New England, Seattle, uh, you know, good football teams who are, who, are, who are, you know, constantly in the win column. They're able to convert mm. first-round picks for players who can play now. Yeah. We don't need to build for the future anymore. We are in the now. Let's go get a guy. Yeah. I mean, they – they were interested in um, Prince Akimura. Now, yeah, yeah that's that would be a solid vet signing. I'd say he, yeah, he's an upgrade over Levi Wallace, but he's definitely not a guy I'd trade a first-round pick for. Well, he's a free agent anyway. Okay, yeah. So there's a reason why he's not on a team. You know, that's true. I mean, if then, we chose if we chose Josh Norman over him, maybe that's just being a McDermott loving Panther players a little too much. But, um, yeah, I, I would say that right now, guys who are free agents are free agents for a reason. Because especially with corner, that's a position of depth. And if he couldn't find his way as a third DB on some, someone's team, either his asking price is too high or just the talent isn't there. Mm. But, I mean, let's, I mean, let's focus on teams that have guys who, you know, aren't looking to compete this year. Teams who are trying to build through the draft. Let's, let's, let's go get a guy because – it's, let's it's, take out. Let's take out the Jags now. Let's 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 target the Jags and the Texans, and they seem to yeah. be giving away players <laughs> to really nearly. Yeah, I mean, oh my God, Bill O'Brien in my in in Houston is just probably one of the worst GMs of all time. Uh, and it's just because you can't be a GM and coach. It's just silly. Yeah, unless guys you're Belichick. Power like that are guys that I wouldn't trust on my team. Unless you um, unless you Bill Belichick, who apparently can do both. Yeah. even though he's not technically the GM. Right, but I mean, you know that he's in on all those calls. Um, yeah. So the third quarter woes again. Let's run through it. Two possessions, only one first down, obviously two punts, two misses on third and two. This is where I would want the running game to be effective. Um, Mm. Singletary and Moss had some good runs this game, 
but I would say third and two, you know, give me a play action if you need to throw the ball, but also, you know, um, I I talked to, I talked down on RPO, um, but it's a situation for third and two. That's where that would work. A Josh Allen scramble on third and two would work, even though I said, let's not do it. Um, It's really, (laughs) it's one of those things where if it's only done twice, then I'm okay with it. Yeah. I think, there, there's got to be something. Sean must be saying something in that dressing room that the first two, first two quarters, they come out play well. Okay, there's a bit of a slip in the second quarter, but not just this game. Last week against the Jets, other third quarter games when they come out, they don't come out with that same intensity. Mm-hmm. Just, you just want to be a fly in that in that dressing room at half time because they do that. They let the teams in, but luckily we've got fourth quarter Allen. Yeah, and fourth quarter bills to actually um, save us, but we shouldn't be in that position where Josh needs to throw and needs to do those plays where we could just run the clock like other good teams do in the fourth quarter. Yeah, if so I want to be critical of of the coaching, which I don't want to do because it's been fantastic, it's that halftime adjustments aren't on point, and that worries me um, because. You don't want to get out coached to start the second half of a football game where momentum can absolutely shift. And yeah. we, we've, it's not that we've not come out not on fire. I just think that the game plan, the game script for the third quarter has been weak. We haven't mm-hmm. been able to out adjust other teams. Yes. We go in a locker room, the other team makes their adjustments, we make our adjustments, and ours aren't good enough. And that is going to be possibly what holds us back. Um, but obviously, once we now learn in the third quarter what the other team is doing, fourth quarter bills make their adjustments then and are yeah. solid, which is great. Yeah. But uh, can we please have four quarters? <laughs> can we please yes. have four quarters? Miami is a team that, uh, credit to them, we shouldn't have allowed them back in the game. No. No. But- Hey, hey. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. let's, and let's move on. The, the last thing to say about in, in the bad category is just the city of Miami and the state of Florida. Just, you're the worst. Just please just stop being yourself. You know, I mean, the, the power outage, the lightning, uh, I, I, that happens almost every week for them. It's awful. And uh, thank God we only have to go down there once this season. Yes. So... Let's move on. Final section, the fan questions. What have you got for me today, Alex? All right. So what have you got for us? We have Mark Robbins uh, worried about the offensive line. What is going on at guard? Is this so they can see everyone before Feliciano returns? Does someone get traded or cut? Week four, subject to fitness. So the situation here is that um, there was some movement uh, because of um, – Quentin Spain's, uh, you know, regression troubles um, where we had uh, Ford go to left guard and Winters come over to the right side. They were definitely trying things out because Spain was getting beat with speed. Um, on that touchdown to Gabe Davis, uh, Allen had, had to break a sack. Um, mm. So how do you feel about the offensive line? I think I'm just going to put it down that down to probably a blip. It's, that the O line is what well, they only gave up one. Okay, Josh Allen escaping um, potential sacks. Mm-hmm. 
he, they only gave up one sack for what about four, four, five yards or something like that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how how deep it was. Maybe oh, it was, it, it was it was it was a bad one. It was the one where right before he can right before he hit Cole Beasley in the fourth quarter, he took a pretty bad sack. I think it was like for six but, or seven yards. To be honest, I'm not I'm not too worried about it. They okay. they've held up well. I think they didn't. They've actually shown what they can do. I mean. Are we now seeing the the question you've got to ask yourself is are we now seeing them use Cody Ford now exclusively as a guard? Yeah, well, through- I mean that was definitely something that they locked in on, but uh, moving him to the left side was a little bit different for this game, for a few plays he didn't play. I say may- maybe they are maybe they are uh, changing it around just seeing what they've got to try and counteract it. But I think with the Feliciano thing, I don't think there's going to be real any anything with that. If if they stick with the same O line, Feliciano will be there as your your backup swing. So I don't think he look- backs up. I think when Feliciano is fit, he comes in and plays. Um, getting Daryl Williams to play at right tackle was probably a low key one of the best moves that they've done this season. Mm. And uh, looking at what Spain has been weak on, Feliciano is strong on. So it's just getting Feliciano up to game-ready status when he's healthy. Um, but, yeah, small, small worry about the offensive line because that also leads into where's the running game been. And I know that it's fun to see Josh Allen chuck the ball, but at the same time, you know, uh, a balanced offense wins football games. So mm. uh, it's definitely something to keep an eye on and something that hopefully doesn't uh, – something that we don't have to talk about next week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Shoot. Next question. Dave Thorpe. Great win. Aside from the third quarter wobble. P.S. Does Alex still think it's not a thing? <laughs> um, I, I, I don't think it's a coincidence anymore. Uh, like I said earlier about, you know, uh, being out coached for second half adjustments. Um, but he goes on to say the Rams have more weapons on offense than the Finns and Jets combined. Mm-hmm. Almost. Can Josh and Leo keep pace with them? If Edmonds and Milano are still out on D, the way Fitz abused Wallace, I'm worried. I, I would say, and this is going to shock you, I'm a little bit worried. I'm not overly worried mm-hmm. about it. Obviously, Rams coming into an O. Yeah, the key is the key is going to be training um, practices this week. How much Edmonds and Milano actually. Um, progress and actually practice if either one of those or both of them are out again then you're potentially looking at a a game where we are actually going to potentially lose i mean you've got to face um donald's brockers uh we've got one of the defensive ends who's their defensive end they've got uh i can't remember i'm not but, on their team but yeah i mean you have a team that just made the super bowl two two years ago you have a team who has um, a tight end who is legit in Higby, who I think over the last five or six weeks last season put up 100 yards consecutively. Um, mm. So we know that we just got gashed by Gusecki, who's a first-round pick. Uh, but Higby is a gamer, and that's a little bit worrisome. Uh, they like they liked the jet sweeps. They move Woods around a lot. Uh, yep. And that's where we're going to need Milano's speed Hopefully he has it with the leg injury. Um, so, yeah, I understand the worry. Uh, I guess this is a situation of if you want to focus on anything coming out of the Dolphins game is that we can enter a shootout. 
Um, Josh can break sacks. Donald is unbelievable. He's clearly the best defensive player in the game. But yeah. um, look at what our offensive did. Look at how our coaching staff will react to Gusecki's uh, talent. I mean, Gusecki mm. gashing us and look for adjustments there. Um, it's definitely going to be one of those closer games. I'd say we're at home, but that doesn't matter, you know? So, yeah. Uh, no. Miami, the, the, what Miami did to us um, is, is, is showing uh, weakness in the armor of the Bills defense, and the Rams are the best team to come and exploit that if that's going to happen. Yeah. I think I think it's going to be it's going to be interesting. I mean, there is there are going to be question marks on the defense. I think the offense they'll be able to handle. I mean, they I think Ramsey will try and lock down Diggs, but then you've got Brown, you've got Beasley, yep. you've got um, Gabe Davis now um, coming in. So have they got have they got another cornerback? I think they have. I saw I've been watching Hard Knocks. They have another cornerback which. Looks all right, but he's not at a level of a Trey White, Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. But have they got enough to cover all four of those? Um, right. Four of them. Yeah. Uh, we'll uh, we'll say we'll just have we'll to see. watch. We'll talk the about practice. that in the Rams preview show. Yes. Um, right. Craig Lovesy, it's good to see the offense step up and win a game while the defense had a poor day. How concerned are you about the defense without Milano and Edmonds? I'm quite concerned. Hopefully, they're back for next week's game. So it's kind of exactly what we just touched on. Um, Edmonds yeah. and Milano do two very specific and very important things. Um, Edmonds controls the defense, gets them ready, and he covers the middle of the field. Milano covers the tight end, and that's what hurt us this week, and it's what will be a worry for next week. Um, yeah. I'm I definitely think... a little – I don't know. It's tough because you look at what the Bills defense was able to do last year – and that's on the back of coaching and then talent, I think. So I would yeah. expect them to be ready for the Rams. Um, I don't love Jared Goff. I don't care what anybody says. Um, I don't love Jared Goff, and I hope that we'll be able to do something against them where we don't need to rely on Milano and Edmonds as much. As no. I think, I think it, it, let's say, we, we've said it, there, there, there's a slight concern if Edmonds and Milano do either one of them misses out a little bit. There's a little bit of concern on the um, on the wide uh, cornerback too, but yeah. it's it's just a wait and see of mm-hmm. doing training, I think. That's all, all we can do. Maybe maybe come the preview show will be a, a, different, uh, a different spot regarding it, but at the moment there is a slight concern, but Nothing that really you want to hide, hide yeah. behind the cushions. Yeah, I trust, I trust the coaching. I trust the talent on the defense. I trust guys to step up. Uh, if, if it doesn't work out against the Rams, then I'll probably say I'm worried. Depending on mm. the fitness of uh, Milano and Edmonds, uh, you know, we'll see what they practice this week. Yeah. So British, I mean, more British Bills dog. Yep, British Bills dog. Uh, backup linebackers just don't cut the mustard. CB2 is also an issue. Run game is a slight concern. However, we're 2-0. The Allen Diggs synergy is looking amazing already, and it's only going to improve. And also, Josh Mother Allen. So, yeah, um, Josh Mother Allen indeed. It's, um, it's, been, it, it's been so hot to see. Um, it's, it's so refreshing to see an offense that can legit just chuck it um, yeah. consistently. Um, but, yeah, clearly the theme for Bills fans is linebacker depth and cornerback two issues. 
Um, we're not going to repeat ourselves. We've just we've basically answered this question all podcast. Um, I, so the only thing I'll say is yep. um, I'm not. Uh, I'll say I've said it. We're not behind Edmund and Milano. There's probably just the one other spot. I mean, Dodson is is getting there. He's going to be that. Um, he's going to be that reserve, really, really good backup to actually uh, to come in. Mm. And as I say, I've been I've scouted a few um, cornerbacks for the draft. So mm-hmm. yeah, I can kind of well, see. Well, I mean, where... we, we need them now, though. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll start. I'll start scouting the free agency wire and go. see. Yeah. But it, yeah, I, I will admit there is um there is a slight concern for it. Maybe they should have brought Corey Thompson back. Maybe maybe they should have kept him or kept Joseph. But it's at the end of the day. You've got to trust the coaching. You've got to trust Leslie Frazier and Sean McDermott because they know what they've got. They know how they can perform. It's just about putting the pieces in right and actually them and the players executing it, really. I mean, the run game, as you said, we kept them under 100. Yeah. So I'm not too... Not not too... About the run game, yeah. No. Yeah, but I I think it's going to be really important to see how we handle week three against the Rams, and then we can really assess and analyze the depth that we have and what might need to happen. Yeah. Is there any more? Yep, we got two more. Honest Rugby account. Any update on injuries? We looked a little shaky down the middle in defense, so clearly a theme uh, continuing here. we Monday is the day off, so we probably won't get any practice news for Tuesday and Wednesday until then. Thursday's the big day to see like, you know, game day decisions. So um, yeah, I'm pretty sure they held out Milano and Edmonds precautionary. If this were a playoff clinching game, if this was a playoff game, I think you probably see them in there. Yeah. I think, I think I say we've gone over it. It's it, the middle of the field. I think it's just going to be a one-off. I think if I'm just a, just try not to repeat ourselves, as yeah. I said. Yeah, it's hold it. It is what it is. Yeah, it is what it was um, last week or yesterday. Mm-hmm. It will be what it will be come come Thursday or come sorry because, Saturday. Yeah, I mean, even if you bring in someone, they need to learn <clears> the playbook. They need to get <clears> comfortable. <throat> so even if we address linebacker depth and cornerback depth in free agency right now, it's still going to take a few weeks. So. We're going to have to carry this same team into the next two or three weeks, and hopefully they step up. Uh, last question, George Jeffries. Uh, credit where it's due. I think Miami called the good game for Fitz. That said, should mm-hmm. we be concerned about Levi Wallace? I think we're done. <laughs> yes. Um, no, yeah, yeah, sure, sure answer to that. Concerned sure answer about that. Levi yes. Wallace. Uh, yes and no. Um, again, we had a top – five defense last year with him uh, as a starter so if mm. we can get him right then we'll be fine yeah i think i think there is there is legitimate concern there as we've mentioned mm-hmm. whether we should be ripping our our hair out and judging by that hair i think we could say to lose a bit of, what are you doing Put your hair of hair people um, watch this good lord to to say we actually um, do that i mean is it's nonsense. I think he is he is capable. He is a good um, good player. I think he just needs that push. I mean, he hasn't got he's got Cam Lewis. He's got Dane Jackson really pushing him. Mm-hmm. 
they're obviously they've not had that many games themselves on there. Maybe when Josh Norman comes back, that will elevate his game a little bit more. So that's that is yes, there is concern, but there's also not concern as well. Yeah, I mean, Siren Neal actually came in for a few plays at corner uh, to spot Levi Wallace. So um, trust in the team that was the second best defense in the league last year. Um, yeah. You know, and it's important to know that no team is top at every position. Every team yeah. has a weakness, um, even, you know, the Chiefs. So just hang in there and hope that they can get things corrected for the Rams. Yeah. By, by the way, with, with this hair, I mean, I'm just, I'm just going back over our last um, our recap of the Jets game. Yeah. We had a comment on there from John T. Ego, Ego said, is it just me, but is Josh with his new tash starts to look a bit like Matt minus the beard? I could say things, but they're mean, so I won't. <laughs> um, Can I pause with Josh? Yeah, uh, I... No, no. no uh, to be honest, I could quite, I could possibly see that. All right, so here, do do me a favor, uh, Rams. So for the preview show, we don't do video. For the review show, we do video. Um, bring bring a stash only to the to the Rams post game if we win. How about that? Okay, if All we right? win, if we win, stash only. Okay, okay. right, <laughs> fair enough. Right, so that does it for for another review show. Uh, Alex, win. Got, great job, boys. You got that's the last thing you got to say, is it, Alex? Oh, my God. You got to have the last word. That your last word. Uh, my yeah, wife so. always says I have to have the last word. Yeah, okay, you finish, please. Go ahead. All right, okay. So keep subscribing to us, YouTube, uh, Buffalo Bills UK. Hit that subscribe button. Subscribe. Do Hit it. it. Do it. Follow it. We should probably get people to do it at the beginning of the show. I don't think uh, we probably have like a lot less viewers right now at the end of the show. <laughs> If you're staying with us, please tell all your friends. Subscribe, UK Bills. Let's grow the Bills Mafia. UK underscore Bills, Twitter. Do it. Follow. Press that follow button. Do it. RWBB underscore podcast. Hit that follow button. Search UK Bills on Instagram. Search the Bills UK on Facebook. Get involved. But if you'd like to see our smiley faces, like to see me look... A bit like Josh Allen. Not even close. Then tune in to the uh, to the videos and say, download them, watch them anytime you want. Keep subscribing to the podcast. We love all the support. And for Alex, it's Matt. And we say good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you for listening. And go Bills. Go Bills. Not us. Yeah, not, not us. us. You don't know anything about heart. You don't know anything about work. Huh? That's who we are. Those on three. One, two, three. Bills.